Hey, it's Kellen. And today, I think this is going on Diversified Game, people. If not, you're hearing it on the Kellen Cash uh, Work Break Conversations podcast. Either way, I got to say, when I go through Instagram and I see stuff, there's sometimes things stop me. And it's because it's a life that I like to do, but I'm just probably... I got I to gotta wait a couple years. I haven't, you know, I'm not to that stage yet. But today's guest is Shy Stunts. And the stuff that she does on a motorcycle, people, <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I love it. I could watch it for hours. So we're going to see if I can get her to maybe commit to doing like a whole, you know, YouTube series, DVD, TikTok series, maybe a documentary. Shy Stunts, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am awesome, awesome. Before we get into your Florida story where, I mean, you guys, this story was was going somewhere prior. Uh, how did you get in and when did you get in to motorcycles? So I have rode my whole life. I've rode dirt my whole life, dirt bikes, four wheelers. But then probably three-ish years ago, three or so, maybe four now, my friend Kevin had a Jixer. And he was like, you want to go for a ride? And I was like, uh, because I know how he is. He rides, like, he stunt rides. He does all that stuff. So I'm like, no wheelies. Like, just ride normal. Like, keep it on two wheels. Don't hurt me. As soon as we pulled out, wheelie. And at that moment, I was like, yo, this is dope. I want to do this forever. Then I found out about East Coast and these kids out here from Connecticut on Harleys. And I saw them. And I was like, damn, imagine if I could wheelie a Harley. So Harley's really got me into it. And then, so I have one. Well, the cops have it right now because I just got arrested. But I have a Harley. And uh, I was like, I want to learn how to wheelie. I want to learn this. I couldn't learn on that bike. That thing is so big. It's so heavy. I'm 120 pounds, maybe. Like, (laughs) that thing is too big for me. So I ended up, I had it for like a year or so. And then I ended up getting a Grom. And that was only in... I say last year, but that was in 2019 now. Like, I got the Grom. Was it 19? I don't know what year it was, but I got it in April of last year. Then in July, like, from April to July, I didn't have time to ride. Like, my boyfriend got hurt. Like, he broke his collarbone, his foot. Like, everything on this side of his body was impaled. So we weren't doing no riding. (laughs) So from April to July, I didn't really have time to do anything and then once July hit I took my first ever road trip my first ever like stunt trip to Indiana and after that that was it it was on from there well I guess the question is and you know I I knew women who rode bikes as kids and um uh, you know I I was able to get on the back of like the four-wheeler of friends who had it but you know folks will look at it and say okay but now you're doing too much you're doing stunts have you been injured knock on this wood right here because I'm riding tomorrow and Friday and Saturday and Sunday I have I fall I fall a lot but I'm proud to say that because if you're falling you're learning you're pushing yourself so I'm proud to say I failed today (laughs) I've been hurt. Like I've never broke anything though, but I've been hurt. Like you can tell my body will show you that many scars. Like you can tell that I fall, that I do get hurt, but I've never been injured where I'm out of the game. 
Okay, and I ask that because my friends who ride just, you know, commuter, normal, yeah. and then, you know, they'll get hit and they'll come and say, look, all my teeth are out on this side. And I'll say, yo, what happened? And they're like, hey, that's part of it, getting hit. And I'm like, nah, bro, you got kids. That's not part of it. <laughs> but- yeah, no, there's, and more of what I do, you're going to fall, period. That's it. But what I do when you say you have kids, you have a family, you have to think like, it's a lot of what I do is illegal period because we're on dirt bikes on the road. You can't do that. So if you ain't willing to be chased by the cops, have to run from the cops, maybe get arrested one day, like it's not for you. This is not for you. Which is dangerous in itself. I'm from Oakland and in the Bay Area and started in Oakland, you know, we have sideshows. We created the sideshow, you know, and everyone gathers around. And it's really not a problem until the police come because when people are trying to jet out, that's when, you know, things can really happen besides just dancing, you know, with the cars. But, But do you think that, there should be a place then where you should be able to do your stunts and would, you know, stunt riders respect the rules and say, look, we're going to do it over here because the police aren't going to bother us. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like, it's, if it was a space, like, I don't know if you're thinking parking lot, because what I do with the dirt bikes, we're not allowed in parking lots. Like those kids don't like us. And I say it, those kids but I was one of those kids I've rode stunt bikes and now I ride dirt bikes so I am versatile to both but when I say it it's no disrespect because a lot of people take what I say the wrong way but when those kids the stunt kids see dirt bikes pull up to a lot regardless of how big or small it is they're not happy but there's a place like New York safety track which there's an event there on May 9th that everybody's going to be going to with dirt bikes that's a whole track. Like that's miles long, but everybody loves to go there because there's no cops. Like we're not going to get in trouble. You can pull over and enjoy yourself. Like when you're riding on the street, like we can't just pull over and be like, Hey, what up? Hang out. Like we're tired. Let's stop for a minute. You can't, that's not an option. It's once you hit the streets, it's go. So a place like that, people would definitely respect whatever rules there was or whatever, you know what I mean? People would respect that and people would definitely be there for the simple fact that we don't have to run from no cops. And we would say that growing up, even like, you know, skateboarding, I was never good, but my friends who were, and it's like, oh, you can't skate here. And it's like, then what can we do? Oh, we can get same into thing. some other trouble. Yeah. Same, same thing, like pedal bike kids in Taunton getting harassed the other day, like chased by the police on pedal bikes. Also, now it's illegal to ride a pedal bike? What? And like, it blows my mind. Like you can't do anything anywhere. You have to have a spot for everything or it looks illegal and then it's controversial. So I need I need you to answer this one. And this question yeah. is simply for me. Um, I'm barely under 40, right? But I still had to show my kids, like I still have it. And then I had to show my wife. And then when I fell one, the first time, and I had practiced this before showing them, they're like, what? I said, I used to be cold on this bike. But can yeah. you do the same thing on your, your, your motorcycle that you can do on a pedal bike? Or is it totally different? I can, 
I cannot ride a pedal bike. I give all the pedal bike kids, I give them all the credit. What they do is hard. That shit is hard. I can't do it. I tried to ride a pedal bike one time. I fell. I hit my head. I was like, nope, this is not for me. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. I'm, think, I'm thinking I've never, you know, rode a motorcycle by myself. And I'm thinking I could get the motorcycle and I could just do all of this. But it sounds like, I, I, yeah, I'm going to be falling a couple of times. Yeah, no, it's different. There, and <laughs> there's different bikes too. It's funny because I was just on live right before I talked to you with um, one of my friends and we were talking about how two strokes and four strokes are different. So even motorcycles, there's different kinds that people have to learn to ride and like adapt to. They're all different, but once you can do it, period, you can do it. How many times do you think you like fell when doing your first wheelie before you could, you know, really ride it out with confidence? Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> I fell a fair amount of times. I don't know how many, but I fell enough times to keep me humble. And when I say that, I don't mean like with you, I say humble within my own self. Like you fell enough times to know what it feels like. And you fell enough times to not want to fall ever again. So you either have to get good or you're going to have to keep getting hurt. So I kept myself humble. Like I fell a fair amount of times, but I still fall. I fell the other day. But like I told you, I'm proud to say I fell because if you can't fall, you can't progress, period. Not even saying that rudely, but how do you know where you have to fix something if you don't fall? Okay, you drop back. You're trying to pull your foot over to this side, but you fell. Okay, that's fine. Next time, I'm going to cover my brake a little bit more, and I'm going to try to move a little bit quicker to get it done. And now you, look, you kept riding after that try. You know what I mean? So every time I fall, it's just learning. It's all learning. So I'm not mad to say I fall. I post my fall videos all the time. <laughs> I don't care. Some people, you know, watch the fall. You don't wear a helmet. So when you fall, it really can you know, cost you some pain if, you know, if not wearing a helmet. I personally, I 99% of the time wear a helmet. Um, when I was in Florida, I didn't. But that was different. And that that was more dangerous because I wasn't even in control of the butt. So if something happened, that would have been really stupid on my part. But the riding style we were doing, I couldn't have a helmet on. I'd be hitting him. I couldn't be able to hear. hear. Communication when you ride as a passenger is very important. So I was like, you know what? Screw the helmet. I need to be able to hear him because that could save you too. Oh my God, move quick. I gotta, whatever. Okay. Now you're good. Now you've saved it. But I personally, I try to always wear a helmet because you're falling. You, your face is important. <laughs> like, I fall pretty hard. And the first thing that hits is my head. And God forbid, if I didn't have a helmet, like one day I fell in Boston, it wasn't even my fault. I was a passenger on a bike and we fell. And then a bike ran me over. Like, God forbid, I didn't have a helmet on. And like, when I stood up, my head hurt. And I got run over. So imagine if I didn't, you know, like safety is very important because this stuff is very, very dangerous. Now you talk about the different type of bikes and safety is key that you have the different type of bikes, but you also have different type of racers. I've had a woman, Sandy Racer on, and she likes to the race bikes and she mm -hmm. has the, all the equipment and she's racing going, you know, 
150, 200 miles yeah. per hour or whatever it is, but she's not necessarily, you know, doing that for stunts. Maybe in movies she could, mm-hmm. but what has stopped you from doing something like that? Um, it broke up a little bit. I, I don't like to go fast. I don't want to go fast. I don't care about burnouts. I don't care about that stuff. Like to me, wheelies like doing what you have to do on one wheel and doing it with no brakes like the dirt bike some of the things they're doing they're not covering their brake like how can you do that that's talent that's pure talent that takes something out of your body like you really have to put time into that so that's why I don't do anything else now especially like because to me wheelie wheeling and being able to do the things that these people are doing on a bike, that's a talent. And you have to hold that within your body. And I appreciate it. It's like, I love to watch people ride and I want to see it, what I have in myself and see, you know what I mean? See what I can do on a bike. So that pushes me too a lot. Okay. Okay. And if it book up folks, I'm just trying to different type of rider. Cause I'm like, you know, to hear that you don't like to go fast, but yeah. that you like to, you know, do everything else. Um, <laughs> what is, how do you monetize that? Are you looking to say maybe Hollywood, maybe I have to, you know, uh, do this in movies, or maybe I am going to make like a movie of my own, of my best stunts or my adventure city to city. Like, how do you uh, plan on monetizing what you do on a bike? I have a lot going on in my personal life. I work a lot. I'm a manager where I work. So riding is what I do in my free time. And I have kids. And right now I have some stuff going on since I got arrested. So I haven't like been able to see my kid, whatever life's crazy, but the stunt and the riding, I am trying to go as many places as I can meet as many people as I can get my name out there because I want people to come to me. I want people to be like, yo, can you come be in this video can you do this commercial can we take pictures of this oh my brand this that's what i want like i want to do something with riding because it's a talent and not everybody has it so just like any other type of career where it's a selective few like that's crazy to me like that you can hold it down for this, this, or this. So if I could hold down riding and make that a main thing for me and have people coming to me from everywhere, oh, can you do this for my brand? Can you do this movie? Can you do this scene? Can you do this? That's what I want out of it. But I don't go to people. I'm not going after people. I'm just doing it solely for me. And I believe that whatever comes of it will come naturally. Like trust the process. E-Money told me that himself. Like, girl, you need to just trust the process. So I do. And especially now, like I do, I don't push for anything. So I'm just doing it when I have time and just trying to see what could come to me out of it. But if I could make it a uh, every day in a career and I could travel here to go do this. That's what I want to do at the end of the day. Like make this, make writing a career. All right. So for all you, you know, musicians, rappers, folks who just want to catch somebody doing something, you know, crazy on a bike, you now know, and her links will be in the description who to go to, especially if you are on that East coast, but she can travel and she can travel. Yeah, can. Let me ask you, 
Yeah, let me let me let me ask you with, you know, the uh, success that you're going to have in the future with writing. What is a community give back that you want to do or maybe one that you're doing now? So already I host a poker style bike run every year in September, and that's to raise money to give back to um, like Hasbro Children's Hospital and the Tomorrow Fund. That's like a a play like a hospital out here in Providence where I'm from for cancer for kids like that you know that's what they do because um, my little cousin we found out I think it's been three years now that he had cancer and we found out like very crazily like family vacation style he got sick and went to the hospital and they told us on vacation like so I put together that we found out in July in September I had a ride for him to give money back so I like to do that but bigger picture, like community style things. If I ever had an opportunity, like um, there's this guy, RRD Blocks. He gives back pedal bikes. He gives pedal bikes to kids who need a bike, who don't have the money, who's on a bike that's falling apart. Like there's a video of this little kid's chain popping off. And you could tell his bike was all he had. And then RRD Blocks gave him like, um, a brand new bike, a brand new SE big flyer. And the, you know what I mean? If I could do that, I know dirt bikes are bigger, more expensive, but even like, yo, donate your bike, an old bike that you really don't want that's clapped that we can fix. I'll put the time into it myself. I work on bikes too. So I can work on that and fix it or buy it cheap or have somebody donate it and then give it to a kid who wants a bike get kids off of streets get kids away from dangerous things or other things that they could be doing that are worse i i get it people look down on riding because of what it is but it does more for you in your life it does more for a community it does more for kids than people even want to believe that's why there's not a lot of discussion about it because they know that this is an outlet to a positive thing and this keeps you from doing negative so nobody wants to talk about that but if I could give bikes back to kids that are deserving, like I could list off five, 10 kids right now that I would love to give a bike to because that's what they want to do. So if I could do that overall in the end, I would be successful, period. Yeah, I think some some laws got to change. And I've seen how he's given those bikes. And I always think that's a great thing. And those bikes are expensive. And you think yes, and, you, you pray, and you pray and you say, I hope nobody tries to take his bike. or I hope the police don't harass this kid because he is yeah. riding it a different style that they can't do on their bikes. And they're yeah. jealous. <laughs> That's all it is. I swear that's all it is. Like, how are you going to go after a pedal bike and arrest them and beat up little kids that are just, they could be inside, even say the worst thing they're doing is sitting inside playing video games all day. I know like kids be, can't, anybody could be out here selling whatever, trading whatever, stealing whatever, but say that, get them out of the house from playing video games and sitting on around all day. That right there is a benefit all in itself. So why are you trying to take that away? I don't know. It's it's the crazy society that we we live in. But yeah. this, you know, this this can really go international. And you guys, there's some stuff I actually want to talk to her about. And it's going to be off air. So I thank y'all for tuning in. But we're going to take the conversation off air. Because I, if I told you what the future was going to be, you would not believe me or you'd be so <laughs> shocked. 
you'd want to, you know, see something happen. <laughs> so you guys be blessed and let's go off air. Dang.